Hey friends, I'm Jordan. And I'm Shelby. And you're you're listening listening to to the Cultivate Women's Podcast. We are pastor's wives at Passion Creek Church, and we exist to encourage and empower women to cultivate a life that is rooted in Christ. We invite you to join us as we walk through what that looks like in the context of friendship, leadership, relationships, and hardships. Welcome back to the Cultivate Women's Podcast. We are going to be incorporating a new segment into the podcast, which we're really excited about. Um, we are going to be picking one review that's left on like the podcast app, and we will be featuring them on an episode. Um, so if you want to be featured, head over to the podcast app and leave us a rating and review and we will pick them randomly and it'll probably be about one episode a month that will have this specific uh, feature and so for today's um the fe- the review is mi Wisboss said um two young women wise beyond their years really enjoyed this podcast what a great perspective to hear the role of pastor's wives mix with all the kinds of friendships Thank you so much for that review. Um, I think that's pertaining to our very first episode when we talked about friendship. Yeah. Um, And that was so funny. Like, that was a really fun episode. And it's so crazy to think that that was almost a year ago. A year ago. ago, I know. Um, And I think that we've gotten so much better since then. Yeah, I was so nervous. I was like, oh, God. And I had, like, written out exactly what I was going to say. Yes, back when we, like, Um, wrote down what we were going to say. Now we just, like, We, like, show up and we're like, oh. (laughs) Like, it works, though. Yeah. like um so yeah well thank you so much for that review that's so sweet thank you we really enjoy reading those um so be sure to head over and leave us a review and a rating and maybe you'll get featured on the podcast so today we are going to be talking about uh enneagram type eight so we are almost finished with our enneagram series and it's been a big hit uh lots like it's already all of our episodes are already on like the top like 10 downloaded Mm -hmm. of all of our episodes and um they're doing really well on instagram too you guys are loving this series we are loving this series um so we're going to continue with type eight so this person is typically known as the powerful person or um the challenger the protective challenger challenger. um so four words that typically describe a type eight are self-confident decisive just and leader so eights are like the powerful personalities Mm -hmm. they're the ones that kind of like command like the room Mm -hmm. um they are very intense and commanding presence uh they are strong independent straightforward assertive people who use their strength and influence to make the world a more just place um eights see the world in black and white it's either the great it's either the greatest or the worst idea of all time. It's right or wrong, true or false. You're either a friend or an enemy. There's kind of like no in between. Yeah. Um, with an eight, which and is interesting because that's a little bit how ones are, but it is. But, but they're not confrontational, right? Whereas and ones are a little di- yeah, yeah. And it's the the reason behind it. I think mm-hmm. is a little bit different mm-hmm. on why that they're like so black and white, right and wrong. Yeah. Um, but eights are energized by disagreements, which is the complete opposite of a one. <laughs> which is like my nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I guess not technically, I guess ones can be confrontational, but me personally as a one nine, that is the complete yeah. opposite of me. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about nine obviously in the next episode, but right. they avoid confrontation at all costs. Yeah. Um, and so that I think is the difference when I'm reading this. Um, so they, yeah, they're energized by disagreement. They, um, but they don't like to admit their fault. Um, they see that as a sign of weakness and mm-hmm. weakness is not something that they're like, okay, yeah. um, 
projecting admitting allowing people to believe about them or themselves yeah um it's interesting because when i think of eights i think of people who are just very confident in themselves Mm -hmm. and what they believe like this is right and this is wrong like you said um but for eights they're um, their underlying emotion is guilt, which we were just talking yeah, about before, really which is something that I wouldn't think of, I guess. Um, but I guess it makes sense because they, uh, I'll just keep talking about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for eights, their underlying um, emotion that they're trying to conquer is guilt um, and this feeling as though they aren't good enough. Their survival strategy, strategy is to be powerful and take control. This leads to their besetting sin of lust the passion of power. They become very angry, confrontational, and aggressive um, and kind of throw their weight around. People can feel dominated, controlled, and belittled by eights, um, but rarely do eights notice how they make others feel. This They can be um, emotional bulldozers. So I guess it makes sense because, I mean, on the outside, eights are very, like, they're tough mm-hmm. is what I yeah. view them as. And so thinking that they're, what they struggle with is guilt is kind of hard for me to see um on the surface but i guess it makes sense because they put on this like they don't necessarily put on this tough persona because they kind of are these types of people um but it's all because they don't want to be vulnerable or they right and vulnerability leads to like showing their weaknesses and their weaknesses show that they're not good enough yeah and so i think it all kind of makes sense when you think about it but just reading that i was like crazy yeah I know it's interesting because I um I live with I don't currently live with eights but I grew up with eights Mm -hmm. um two people in my family are both Enneagram type eights and uh it is it's interesting because I never would have guessed that that's something that they they struggled with right yeah and I don't know like a lot of eights super person like I know some eights but I don't like interact with eights regularly right um so it's I guess it's harder for me kind of to see that. Yeah. Um, but for eights, they their strengths is that um, eights reflect the power and assertiveness of God's presence. So God is in the business of fighting against evil and unjust and fighting for the oppressed. This is this is reflected in eights. When emotionally and spiritually healthy, eights steward their power to serve the weak and marginalized of society they are strong and courageous and take a bold stand against injustice healthy eights are big-hearted merciful um leaders determined resourceful um and just willing to like stand up for those people who are being oppressed or who Mm -hmm. are looked over or that type of thing which i think can be a huge strength when it comes to any aspect of life yeah definitely And, and i can totally see that it's like they're always they kind of always root for the underdog or fight for the little man you know what I mean like they're always like looking out for um other people but but it's so funny because they majority of the time do it in a confrontational way right that it comes off as like they're like asserting their power and like trying to make you like do what they want you to do you know what I mean and it's interesting too because I eights don't really think about others feelings but when it comes to somebody who's being oppressed or somebody who is like at the bottom of the totem pole I guess they don't think of their feelings. They just want, like, it's just something that's unjust. Right. They view it as unjust, so then they want to stand up for it. Yeah. Whereas I think most of the time when someone is defending something or somebody, it's because they're defending them because 
their feelings are getting hurt. I mean, right. that's how it's not I like am, empathy. It's like, yeah. oh, I feel for them. Right. It's don't necessarily say I feel for them. Right. It's just it's wrong. Yes. It's that black it's and white. There's yeah. no gray. It's either it's right or it's wrong. And if it's wrong, then I'm going to fight against it. Right. And it's not it's not because they have that like empathy, empathy. of like, Which oh, they, I hurt with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think they hurt with people often. I think that they can, but I don't think that that's their instinct. Right. Like, that's not their natural inclination. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. So, a lie that AIDS <laughs> believe is it's not okay to be weak or vulnerable, um, that you can't trust people. Um, so, in response, the truth that they need to hear is that you do not have to be strong to be loved, um, and it's okay to be weak. And I think that that probably hits AIDS, like, really close to home. Like, mm-hmm. they believe those things and struggle to believe these things. Yeah, for sure. Um, for downstream practices for an eight, so things that come easily for an eight, um, one of them is justice, which makes sense because mm-hmm. they're all about ri- like writing injustice. Yeah. Um, eights are energized by regular opportunities to contend for the common good. They shouldn't feel bad about leading the way in doing Micah six eight, love justice and do mercy. Eights um, must seek to learn the brokenness that whatever brokenness that there is in their city or context um, and challenge it with gospel motivations. Another practice that comes easy for an eight is compassion. Um, Eights are filled with compassion for the underdog. Um, It's not enough for them to speak, to just speak out against it. They want to like get their hands dirty and Mm -hmm. do something to um, kind of fix that injustice or like work towards justice for the unjust. Um, So yeah, those are two downstream practices. Um, and then an upstream practice for an eight is accountability because eights don't like to be vulnerable and show mm-hmm. their weakness. Yeah. Something that's hard for them is having somebody to keep them accountable um, when they are living in sin or when they are doing things that um, don't necessarily represent Christ. Um, so accountability is really important for an eight. They need somebody that they can trust um, and that they can be like weak in front of um, and that person can hold them accountable. With that, another upstream practice is confession. So it's not enough to be surrounded by people they can trust. Aids need to regularly practice the discipline of confession. They must open up and be honest about their struggles and weakness, weaknesses. Um, in the, this way, the eight will learn his greatest secret. When he is, when he is weak, then he is strong. Um, thus, eights need to practice regularly um, boasting in their weakness as a path of spiritual formation into deeper Christ-likeness. So, yeah, I think those two, accountability and confession, kind of go hand in hand. Confessing to their accountability partners, but also, like, confession to God Mm -hmm. um, because they don't like to admit their weaknesses. They don't like to be vulnerable, talk about things that they've done that might be wrong or things like yeah, that. Yeah, because they, like, have that such, like, strong pull about, like, fighting for what's right. Right. They don't like to ever think or at least admit that they've done something that's not, that's right. not right. You know what I mean? Because yeah, sure. that's the thing that they're actually, like, fighting mm-hmm. for. And I think that's why they, like, have such a strong presence is that they, it's, like, again, to kind of mask the fact that they do have flaws mm-hmm. or they do make mistakes and things like that. Yeah, so a key um, Bible memory verse that's good for eights to memorize is 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. It says, So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Um, And so in this particular 
like passage, Paul admits that he is weak rather than defending himself through the image of power. Um, Paul owns his weaknesses and says that it is actually his weaknesses that keep him humble and dependent upon the grace and power of God. Um, and so that is something that it's absolutely struggle with. And so um, reading this specific passage and meditating over it and memorizing it, it helps them to just get into that mindset of like, um, it's actually better when I am weak because he is strong and he is mm. way stronger than I could ever be in my own flesh. Um, and so leaning into that, I think is very helpful for an eight. For sure. Um, so unhealthy eights are kind of the extremely dominating, um, people like not that strong personalities are like an el- an unhealthy trait, but when eights are unhealthy, they can be, um, like very intimidating to other people, extremely confrontational in any situation, just want to kind of like argue Mm -hmm. about it um, and like get their way. They can be manipulative and like belittling to people um, and put people down just to show that they are powerful right? um, and just kind of take control of every situation um, and make people feel like kind of scared and um, not like they have an opinion, if that makes sense. Um, But when eights are healthy, um, they become, um, mer- they're merciful and forbearing, mastering self through their self-surrender to higher authority. So to God, mm-hmm. um, when eights are healthy, they're courageous, willing to put self, um, put themselves in serious jeopardy to achieve their vision and to have lasting influence may achieve true heroism and historic greatness, self-assertive, self-confident and strong. Um, all of those things that are positives about, um, like strong personalities like Mm -hmm. they're confident in who they are but they get that from god um, right and they get that like boldness for christ like through christ instead of like just kind of asserting it through themselves if that makes sense so like an unhealthy eight would be like someone who like always wants to argue you had said that like Mm -hmm. if you're ever like in in a situation where it's like oh it want they want to turn it into an argument and they'll always win the argument even if they're wrong right like they just have this way of like way with words that they they just win arguments yeah (laughs) even if they're wrong they will majority of the time still win an argument right um it's funny because you said you've lived with two yes and so i can tell that you've had situations where you yes and it's like we're just arguing to argue at this point or like no literally you are wrong but they won't give up like it is like you know it's something that they believe yeah um and so i honestly feel like a major- like I feel like a lot of lawyers are probably eight. Yeah. Because that's what they do for a living. Yeah. They're going in and they're fighting against injustice. Right. And their job is to argue and to prove points. You right. know, and that's which is that like eights are really good at. Like the worst career path I could ever take. Like oh, I can't I even imagine yes. being that like at all. Like but a it's... debate. Oh gosh. Like it's so scary to me. <laughs> But like we have a friend who is a lawyer and he is like he is a one Mm -hmm. um, because he's got that like right and wrong Mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, But I but I do think he's got to have some aid in him because I just think that um, it's just you have to be able to argue and to um, not be afraid of confrontation, um, especially when it's when you're fighting for someone else. Right. And I think that's the thing about AIDS, too, is they're extremely courageous in like like representing and standing up for something that they believe in um which is a great trait to have and that's something that i i i 
work to have more of because yeah. often I'm not that person at all. Like I will just I will have a lot of firm beliefs in my head. But then, I, like, outwardly, it's just You're like... You're just like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm the same yeah. way. Yeah. So that's really cool about eights is that they are courageous and they are bo- they can be really bold for Christ, which is those are the type of people we need. Yeah. Um. So some famous people that were probably eights, um, I just have to say, I find this interesting that every other type has always opened with a biblical person, mm-hmm. someone from the Bible. Except for eights. Oh, there is not someone from the Bible on this entire list. So I'm interested. Was there anyone in the Bible who was an eight? Yeah, I guess. You would think there, like there had to be. I'm sure there is. If you guys think that there's, like, if you think of someone off the top of your head or you do your research and you think that there's someone from the Bible who is an eight, definitely let us know. Like, let us know. Yeah, screenshot the episode, share it on your Instagram story, tag us, and tell us what you think. Because I find this really interesting. Yeah. That they don't have a person from the Bible listed. Yeah. Um, But some other famous people, um, Theodore Roosevelt, Martin Luther King Jr., um, Donald Trump, Johnny Cash, John Wayne, uh, Morgan Freeman, Interesting. Ernest Hemingway, Sean Paul, I mean, Penn, Sean Paul, Sean Paul. <laughs> I was going to say it, but I won't, don't worry. <laughs> um, and then some other names that I don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's so funny. Um, yeah, eights are, can be. Uh, whether healthy or unhealthy can be either very confrontational mm-hmm. kind of scary people that you don't <laughs> want to be around um, or they can be like these great people who are really like um, fighting for um, these people who need someone to fight for them mm-hmm. because they can't fight for themselves. Um, and so it's it's really interesting to see the way eights work in dynamic of the relationships with other people mm-hmm. and obviously whether they range on the scale from healthy to unhealthy. It's always fun to watch like how people interact. I don't know. I just I love the Enneagram so much. Yeah. Um, just a reminder that we have our Cultivate Women's Conference on January 10th and 11th. We are so excited. Uh, please definitely head to the website. It's passioncreek.church slash cultivate. Um, you can buy your tickets today. We would love for you to save your spot. Um, invite your friends. Invite your family. It's going to be a great weekend and we hope that you guys will join us. Yes, and stay tuned to our Instagram because we are going to be doing a giveaway for two free tickets and some merch. Um, So look out for that as well.